2: Zany ass. Here's a man who's usually wrong, but he doesn't care. He did not care. Here's a man who. Eat things that make a bully go puke. You're now rocking with the best. It's the Eric Zane Show podcast, and here's your host, Eric Zane. Welcome!
3: So we begin for another amazing week. Welcome in. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope it was uh, fun and festive. I know everything went as planned here around the house. Um, More on everything. We've got two hours, so nestle in. It's going to be a wonderful time. It is, uh, we are in that uh, point where it's like uh, uh, rain and ridiculous weather. That is just kind of like a running through right now. It won't be long until it's sunny and warm and in like a drought or something like that. So uh, whatever, you know, just take it as it comes. I know it's kind of like a weird, terrible way to start the, the the week. But what the hell, you know, my gosh. Uh, celebrated a birthday over the weekend. Uh, Justin, all six foot five of his lusciousness. Uh, wandered into the house, the birthday boy. That is uh, my future son-in-law. I cannot believe we are seven months away. Wait a minute. So this is uh, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. and it, Yeah, uh, just over seven months. Then Jackie's getting married. Uh, my son, Jim, was uh, asked to be a groomsman yesterday by Justin in a nice... Uh, classy way, I will say that. That was uh, very, very cool of him. And uh, so that means that uh, all the uh, groomsmen are set. Every, all the bridesmaids, all the groomsmen, everything good to go. And uh, I said to Diane, I go, do, do dads ever get asked to be groomsmen? And she goes, No, no, that's that's not the plan. Jim is the last one. You've got enough on your plate. On the wedding day, and and she's right. I mean, because my job is to walk Jacqueline down the aisle, and that's going to be like, I've my God, I cannot believe it. I can't believe my daughter is getting married. She's turning twenty five this month. That's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, how often? You, when you were younger, would you hear people say, oh, time flies. They're going to grow up in an instant. You're not going to believe it. And you're always like, eh, whatever, shut up. Oh, my God, it's true. It's true. Now I'm the guy saying they grow up so fast. Hey. But I don't, I don't do that. I don't, uh, I don't sit around and offer advice to people. Hey, just uh, take it all in. You know, like Chris in Minnesota, who on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, uh, a new level of aggressiveness and pissed off towards his family, and I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta relax here. And he is, oh, he is. Um, there's some, there's some work needed on Chris. You know, I think he's got to relax a little, but until then, we're going to enjoy. The amazingness of him going bonkers on the Bear, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast—absolutely incredible! Uh, yeah, you might want to relax there, buddy. You can uh, find that patreon.com/slash eric zane. It uh, it was a fantastic time. We had to go a little short. We were only an hour and fifteen minutes because I was I had to get off to the hockey game. And uh, what a weekend it was! Okay, Um, where was I? Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin today. I wrote it all down, but it's like, I feel like, um, Jesus, it's going to. um, uh, Hold on a second. Let me just uh, suspend uh, Kate here. Yeah, Kate has become, quickly climbed the leaderboard of um, a troublemaker on this show. So. I have, uh, I've decided that I'm going to be very, very heavy handed, uh, to her. And, uh, and she deserves that, um, because she's a New Jersey slob. So that's what needs to happen. Um, Kate with the smarmy comment, pot, kettle, or whatever the hell. Yeah. uh, Okay. If you want to go ahead and, um, and drop the first attack and that officially was the first attack of the week. I I came in here in a wonderful mood but uh you know if you want to play that game with your old pal Eric Zane um and try go out of your way because your uh jersey is just coming out uh, yeah I'm I'm all for it I can play that game too so uh enjoy your 10 minutes of solitude as you sit there um and just relishing it. I mean, you've earned that. Here I am encouraging you to have a great week, and uh, and just starting to uh, keep it uh, keep it nice and easy today. And uh, I have to. I already have to uh, bestow some punishment. And I, uh, you know, it didn't have to be that way. It did not have to be that way. No way, no how. And she finished the week last week, being put into timeout. And here she is. Uh, seven minutes into this one, and she already thinks she's a damn comedian. She is, she has, uh, she has quickly just moved up the charts as problem child of the audience. Okay. So there you go. You can, you can sit there and enjoy that. Uh, uh, Jason, who's, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He says, what is happening? What is happening? All you need to know is that here I am. I was describing Chris in Minnesota uh, raging out on his family and being a lunatic. And she said, pot calling kettle black. There you go. That's all you need to know. That's what she did. And here we are just having a good time with each other. And she has to take my head and rub it in shit right there. You witnessed it. I didn't do anything. I was here having a good time, and this uh, big mouth Jersey skank decided she wanted to pick a fight. Okay? That's what she did. So, I mean, what what can I do? What in the world am I supposed to do? I'm trying to be as sweet soul as I always am. And uh, with everything I do and say, she is there. That is what she lives for now. She lives to just rub my face in shit. She's the absolute uh, uh, crown jewel of antagonistic behavior. All right? So there you go. You're just going to have to sit on that one. In fact, I'll bring her in and, uh, and get some uh, in- input from her about this. Uh, let's see here. Good
1: morning.
3: Is this Kate? I don't know. Is it? I, I, wouldn't, I, I haven't
1: talked to
3: you in a while.
1: I, I seem to have been disconnected.
3: Well, that's silly. Uh, everybody is saying, is trying to make, uh, say, hey, what's up with Kate? What happened? I, I think I hit the nail on the head, right? Oh, yeah.
1: I'll take it. That's
3: okay, fine. good. I want to make sure because Aram's making excuses for you. He says she was probably talking about her kitchen and, and then. And then he wrote don't get fresh with Kate. It's like I'm not getting Kate got fresh with me. Kate got So there I just wanted to make sure that every everything was on the up and up to make sure that I wasn't barking up the wrong tree.
4: That's fine.
1: I'll own that one.
3: Okay. Well, I'm, you're you're I'm
1: no, I'm no Jersey bitch. I can take it.
3: I well, I didn't No one called you a Jersey bitch. You were called a Jersey skank. That's oh, right. there's a difference. Uh, so, okay.
1: Just,
3: I, uh, I just wanted to make sure that everything was, was, uh, was what it seemed at the time. Here we are starting the week, having a great, a great start to the week and you wow. immediately attack, uh, this with this aggressive maneuver on your part.
1: Well, not for nothing. I'm, I'm going to say that you, you and Chris, you seem to have sometimes some similar tendencies.
3: Me and, and Chris, who, on what, what does Chris have to do with it? And who is Chris? Really? That's
1: the pot meets kettle. That was the whole conversation.
3: Well, I I don't even know what you're talking about. The, you, oh, you... I'm
1: sorry. I forgot the great thing for death.
3: No, <laughs> no. I honestly, I thought you were calling me because, oh, you're talking about Chris in Minnesota. I thought you were talking about yes. Chris K. Oh, no. oh, okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I can't believe I I, I screwed that up. I, um, no, no, I, I don't, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know why you would just roll into that. Here I am trying to explain a story and you just, you just jam my, your finger right in my eye.
1: <laughs> it's out of love.
3: Okay. Of- All right. Well, you're, <laughs> hey, you're several minutes into this. So I know. Okay. Enjoy that. And I will talk to you soon.
1: I will. Happy Monday.
3: Okay, miss. Bye bye. I can't believe I forgot what she was referencing like that. That just goes to show you how stupid I am. How my brain is. Um, all right. All right. Welcome in. Hello. This show is seen each and every weekday. Uh twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. If you would. Either download the Twitch app or go online and uh, check it out and hit follow. I would appreciate that. That, along with Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page, brought to you by, excuse me, uh, Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. The show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Email me if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or want to talk about anything on the Shoreliner or Striping inbox. Eric at show.com. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Zane Show, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Got a YouTube channel, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Bell notification brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. Okay, I'm going to put a scenario by you and uh, see what you think about this because uh, this is what I witnessed. This is how I was dealt into this. Uh, for a good portion of the weekend. It was just uh, my brother-in-law, the NFK, and myself here. And this story doesn't have anything to do with him. But uh, Diana was uh, away uh, at a wedding shower for uh, Justin. His uh, sister is getting married, so they're, uh, they're out. And I get a phone call from Diana, and she is at the cell phone store. Supposedly. Well, it, it happened. Madison's phone went through a major malfunction. And uh, they went to the AT&T store and they said, this phone is not fixable. You need a new phone. Um, the old one, or you're eligible for an upgrade. And I'm here to tell you that the terms, that all that, you're eligible for an upgrade is the most effective sales thing on the planet. If you go into a phone place and they say, Hey, you're eligible for an upgrade. All that means is, um, you're nearly done paying off the phone, the very expensive phone that you've been paying off at 25 bucks a month. And in order to keep you buying new phones, they tell you you are eligible for an upgrade. And they won't uh, allow you to be eligible for an upgrade until the phone that you're nearly done paying off is nearly done being paid off. Because if it's nearly done being paid off, they can have you hand it to them and they give you no money back and then they take that phone, wipe it, and sell it again. All the while, you get a new phone, which you pay on for three or four more years, a little bit uh, at a time every month. But all you need to do is tell some people they are eligible for an upgrade, and they're going to be like, oh, what a day. What a steal. Oh my God. This is incredible. So I'm here at the house working on the basement. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Diana says, Okay, Madison needs a new phone. And she was just informed that she's eligible for an upgrade. And I go, well, uh, phones are, can't be repaired. No. I go, all right. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And then Diana says, And they're having a special, Eric. I said, what is what is the special Pooh Bear? It's a two-for-one special. They've uh, said that even though I'm not eligible for an upgrade, that I am eligible for an upgrade. So I'm going to trade mine in, too. I said, why are you going to do that? Is your phone broken, too? And she says, no, but... One day it will be. And I said, well, uh, why don't you just keep the phone you have and uh, pay off what turns out to be a, a handful of months until it's paid off. Why don't you just keep using that phone? And then the 25 bucks a month rolls off the bill and then we don't pay that anymore and you just keep using the phone, that still works fine. Silence. Oh. Utter. If she was next to me, she'd punch me in the face. Well, this one's starting to uh, slow down a little. I go, I don't think it is. I think the phone's fine. And man, she was not about it. She was so pissed off at me. And I go, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, she goes, how come I never, how come I, and then she actually had the nerve to say, how come I never get anything new? And I go, Hey, I got a question for you. She goes, yeah. I go, how did you get to West branch for this shower? She says, I drove. I said, Yeah, you sure did. What did you drive in? Silence. Brand spanky new. It was purchased on February 14th. The car. I go, There you go. Is there anything else I can help you with? And she's just, oh, so pissed. So then um, after that phone call ends, I'm like, I don't like how that went. I don't like how when I make perfect sense, um, I get like this type of uh, passive aggressiveness. So I like, I don't think I'm done with this. And uh, I call her back and I said, hey. I wanna, I gotta, I gotta share something with you. By the way, uh, warning: I can tell this mic is about to explode, and I'm gonna have to bash the zenith again in just a second. Which, by the way, I listened to it on. I listened to bashing the zenith, uh, hitting the mic processor on the, from the Patreon on Friday, and I, I laughed my ass off hearing the rage. In fact, I'm gonna do this right now.
5: Plug your ears.
3: Check, check. Okay, it's good. I had to hit the shit out of it on Friday's Patreon. It was great. Ugh. so I call Diana up. I go, "Hey, I gotta, I gotta talk to you about something." And uh, I know I have. I I'm gonna like she's gonna figure out what I'm doing. And I go, um, I go if you go if you take a car to a dealership and you say, hey. I need an oil change. And you're one month away from finishing up uh, your monthly payments. You will own the car in one month. You've been paying on it for five years, however much a month, and you're feeling good. Um, you know, you're, you're, suddenly you're not going to have a car payment. The car is in perfect running order. The dealer doesn't run up to the person who has the car that's getting the oil change. The salesperson doesn't come up and say, hey, good news. You're eligible for an upgrade car. You would look at them like they're crazy. You'd say, well, yeah, but I, I'm about to pay off this car. I don't, I don't want this car payment anymore. I'm, no, thanks. That, that would never work. I go, for some reason in the cell phone world, that works. And when I'm explaining this to her, she is just, she's, I'm making this great sense. I go, I go when, you, uh, when, you're, when you've, you've paid a, on a 30-year mortgage and you've paid 29 years, 11 months on your home, um, a realtor doesn't walk up and say, hey, guess what? Hey, you're now eligible for an upgrade. Why don't you sell your home? Or why don't you give me your home for free and then I'll sell it and then you get a new one and you just keep paying. Cell phones are the only uh, scam that pulls that off. Quit fucking falling for that. Now, if the phone malfunctions, of course you need a new phone. You go get a new phone. But if the phone is fucking fine, why the fuck would you do that? I've never understood it. Uh... You know, Diana's like, I have the oldest phone. I've got the oldest phone. I go, yeah, it's fu- but it fucking works. Who gives a shit? And all you do is play fucking Wordle. Who gives a fuck? Ah, oh, horrible. Uh, Tyler says, I'm sure there was some stipulation with the phone special, like you have to add a new line or something. Uh, Kenny says, "Did she not get a new phone last year? She might have. I don't know. I she's um she's here on uh, spring break. And she's kind of just hanging out. I I think I need to bring her in here now. I'm gonna this. She doesn't know what I'm up to. But uh, I'm gonna start out all sweet and nice, and then notice how quickly her uh, attitude is going to change when I." When I bring it up, she's going to start interrupting me. Um, It's going to be awesome. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Spring break. Here we go. Yeah. You're doing like a staycation, huh? Yeah,
1: pretty much. I don't think I'm going anywhere.
3: Uh, rumor Nowhere is, go. rumor is you might go to uh, Michigan City, Indiana. Is that is that the place?
1: That's where I want to go. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know if Jackie's gonna go with me. I'm trying. Me and Chris Klinger might. might oh, I shouldn't say it last name. Me and Chris, my friend Chris might go. <clears throat> well, um, What was that? I had to clear my throat. It just sounded like a little raspy.
3: Uh-huh. Um, okay.
1: Might make it take a little road trip. We'll see. I'm talking to her right now. We're supposed to get together on Wednesday, so.
3: Aha. Uh-huh. So that's like go there, shop till you drop time, huh? Mm
1: hmm. Then they have like a, a, a casino there.
3: Uh oh. Yeah. Do they but Who ha- knows? Um, Do you, you think in that area there might be like a, uh, I don't know, a cell phone store? Well, I'm
1: sure there is, but why would I need a cell phone store? Are you letting me get a new phone now?
3: No, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, I mean, there was kind of. You changed your mind? There was kind of some discussion about that over the weekend. Okay,
1: I'm not even going to go there. You want to get me all cranky again?
3: Why would you get cranky?
1: Because you're being a cockhead. Uh,
3: There was some prediction about you calling me that, and I don't.
1: (laughs) It was by who?
3: Adam. Adam Schwab said you'll be called a cockhead.
1: <laughs> wow, he he knows me well. Um Do I know Adam Schwab? I know Adam Knapp. I don't know if I know Adam Schwab, do I?
3: I don't know. Mm. So Kenny says, didn't you get a phone a year ago?
1: No. It was like two years ago.
3: Okay. So, yeah, I was just breaking down that whole saga. Uh, mm. Dennis writes, Team Eric, 100% on this. Uh, Lisa reminded me she got one when hers fell in the lake. So that was... Yeah, that last- was two years ago. Well, no, it wasn't two years ago. It was the summer, and this is not the summer. So- right,
1: so, okay, so it'll be two years this summer.
3: Okay, so it's... uh. But I
1: just Uh, got that was a replacement phone. That wasn't a new phone. It was still the same iPhone 11.
3: But it still worked. It was a brand new to you uh, in terms of performance because it it was refurbished and and new. So what exactly do you do the most on a phone?
1: Text, talk. uh, Wordle. Play Wordle candy crush uh-huh.
3: okay but it's and it's working fine right now right
1: well no because sometimes i can't like right now i can uh-oh i can't hear you are I, you talking
3: No oh, oh, bullshit you're you're just being silly
1: and the you, battery won't charge like right now i just got up and right now it's uh at 37 percent, and i just woke up you- after being charging last night
3: i'd have to see that I don't think you're at thirty-seven percent right now.
1: Yeah, I am.
3: I don't think you are. I think you're <laughs> at about ninety-five percent. <laughs> mm. I
1: think. Okay.
3: I think you were making a fib, right? <laughs> what? What's so funny? You just throw- you don't
1: make a fib. <laughs> you tell a fib. You don't make a fib.
3: Um. Uh, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> I uh. I explained this all, and I and I explained it to you. I used the car scenario about car yeah. upgrade, and I don't
1: want to go there again. You're and, going to get me cranky. Listen, and, and, can we change the subject? Because I, 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 you you came home with a couple of buckets of stuff yesterday.
3: Yes, I came home with a three and a half gallon bucket of primer. That mm. that room is ready. I'm taped. I just got. I'm starting to paint this week.
1: Okay, can we go to the store and pick out our colors?
3: You can. I, I mean, I, I'll paint it whatever you want. Well, but that's what we got to decide. Well, I, I honestly, if you... Okay, I, let's just I, take a
1: poll of the audience. Ask them what a popular basement color is.
3: No, we don't want to do that. Let's. Not, yeah, we no, do. No,
1: I'm, we I'm asking, hello, friends. What is a good basement color?
3: No, yeah. I think you need to See base it say. on... How come every time I talk, you start to interrupt me? What? You need to, uh, you know, I mean, we've got that centerpiece, uh, uh, console underneath the TV that, you know, you have to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want the audience to have an, anything to do with this. The, uh, well, the suggestions are rolling in orange, hot pink. Uh, Adam, <laughs> I, I like, this was a mistake. I like, uh, uh, Adam. He says, uh, use light colors in a basement and he couldn't be more right because we had that shit brown on the walls
1: exactly like dark, we have in our living room that yes. we, and our dining room that needs to be changed
3: too yeah, yeah. well one thing at a time uh um, Tyler says semen white see this is what you get when you ask <laughs> these dickheads but listen uh, but
1: this is the thing because you because uh, I had said sort of like a light gray and you said no because gray gray's kind of bo- boring or whatever but if we're going to paint the, what are those called? floorboards or whatever, the molding or whatever that you took off and sanded? Yes. If you're going to paint those white, that would look silly. White I don't and
3: white. know if I'm going to paint those white.
1: What color would you paint them?
3: I don't Green? know yet. Like I said, I am, you can paint them whatever you want. That mm-hmm. is, uh, so, you know, whatever you, yeah. uh, whatever you feel like. We haven't really gotten that far. You know, well,
1: we're getting we're getting closer, so I'm gonna start thinking about it. Okay, because you have a deadline now.
3: I, hey, I mean, you've
1: had a deadline for two years. I know it. This I, is a very serious deadline.
3: I'm I'm. That's why I did what I did this weekend. I taped the room. I went and bought my stuff. I just gotta get. I'm here. I go. This this is the week. Okay. So. All
1: right. Sounds good.
3: Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of get your input back to the phone thing.
1: Oh, I gotta go. My battery's dying.
3: I don't think it is. I love you
1: though. That I'll was talk a. You that later. was a.
3: You put me in a bad spot, and you and you got so. And then you said to me, "You go, yeah, it's only twenty-five bucks a month." I go, "Yeah, okay, I would use." Go. Okay, see ya, bye. I, I love you so much. I love you too. Bye. Bye. I go, yeah. That's the attitude of a loser. I want that money. And I mean, I'm trying to pay for this—the the, it's college and a wedding—and I want to fucking retire one day. And I'm not gonna be able to do that if I have to uh, do your shit. Uh, yeah, the basement is taped. Basement is all taped up, ready to go. I'm painting. All I gotta do is pour the fucking primer in the thing, and off I go. Basement's ready. Ah, yeah kicked ass this weekend for once I got things done, uh, the way I had planned and I feel great about it, you know, but, um, to be, to have that horrible sequence, that horrible conversation. And it's like, I've been there before with you. Why do we have to have it again? And I, I, I've, you know, explained every time that, Hey, I need a new phone. No, you don't. Your phone is fine. You just are in the phone store, and you think that this is this is the biggest scam in the world. You are eligible for an upgrade. Oh man, I wonder if anybody in the car industry ever tries that, or the home industry. Your home, hey, you're eligible for a home upgrade or a car. Hey, good news for you. What is it? Uh, eligible for a car upgrade. All you have to do is give me your car. And then I don't give you any money for the car. And then I'm going to give you a replacement car and you pay on it for 5 more years. How does that how does that sound? Cuz that's what the cell phone industry is doing to you right now. It's okay to pay off your phone. My god. Kyle says, same shit when you get stuff in the mail. You're pre-approved. No shit. Everyone's pre-approved. Marcy says, I wouldn't even have asked you first. She's an adult. Yeah, well, you see, married couples uh, work in tandem on these types of decisions. Okay? I don't know if you're married. I don't think you're married, Marcy. So, you know. Maybe you're married, but I don't think so. Because I thought I remember you at one of the Zaniac parties looking for dick. Unless you've gotten married since then. And I'm in charge of the money. When it comes to stuff like that. Okay, uh this open all of the sense that I'm making. My god, I am absolutely incredible and I have had to now put two women in their places. Uh, I've had to put them on blast. Uh one from the weekend, my better half, and then Kate comes in here all fresh, strutting in with her jersey, her jersey attitude and, you know, Okay, fine. I can play that game. I created the fucking game. All right. The highlight of the weekend comes to us from the hockey game. And let me just say that there is a, honest to goodness, great chance that your Griffins, for the first time in a while, are not going to make the playoffs. So you got to have fun one way, uh, you know, any way, shape or, or form at the games. And so I did that and, uh, a little bit of background before I show you this video. And a lot of you have seen it on Facebook already because I posted it and, uh, this is my 17th year doing hockey. And I've never had, I've never been, uh, having the best seat in the house and, knowing that there was a fight coming more so than this time before. I've been there where players have been in the penalty box, yelling at each other, saying that he's going to kick, one guy's going to kick the other's ass. And, uh, and then it just never happens. The guy's cooled down after two minutes in the box, but okay. So here you go. Uh, Jeremy Grigoire, French Canadian hockey player for the Texas stars. He gets leveled by Brian Lashoff in a nice, um, hit Um, legal hit lash off of the Griffins hits him Gregoire shakes out the cobwebs, and then that's it and then short time later the whistle blows next thing you know Gregoire is trying to kill Patrick Curry of the Grand Rapids Griffins so like what's going on there and um, now where I sit there's uh, two minutes. The whistle blows with two minutes and 12 seconds left in the penalty. I'm sorry. In the period, second period. And Curry is skating over to his penalty box, the Griffin's side. And he's got a smirk on his face. And Gregoire is furious and he is trying to kick Curry's ass. And, um, he is just so mad. And, uh, they get him in the penalty box and you know he's as far away i can reach out and touch him that's how close he is and there's an open door so he starts screaming in a uh, french canadian accent hey we're going we're going we're going you're dead we're going and he's screaming at curry who's not speaking And so he's furious. So something Curry said pissed him off. Don't know. We don't know what he said. Um, now, I've seen this before where players have said this, but it became apparent that this was actually going to happen. Uh, before uh, they closed the door and the penalty and play resumed, the captain, Curtis McKenzie of Texas, comes over, and he goes, you're going to fight him as soon as you get out of here, right? And Gregoire goes, yeah. Yeah. He goes, okay, well, just make sure you do it during the whistle, like during gameplay. Don't do it after the whistle. Uh, I want you to make sure you do it during gameplay, okay? And try to, and he goes, try to do it the second you get out, okay, so we can um, – uh, because you're only going to have 12 seconds from the time you get out of the box. So there's two minutes and 12 seconds left in the game. He goes, two minutes is going to pass. You're going to have 12 seconds to get this fight done. So get after it. And he goes, Okay. So there it it's it's happening. There it's pre it's going to happen. And I go, Oh my God, this is incredible. A minute ticks off of the penalty. Gregoire goes, One minute, one
2: minute, it's
3: coming. And Curry's like he didn't say anything. And this guy is quite a bit bigger than Curry. So then at this point, I get out my phone and uh, i i start to uh, i start to record. Okay, this is that moment. I think I got it here. All right? Hope you can see this.
5: Okay, I'm recording this. Don't let me down. Talk to him.
3: I don't think you can see it. Oh, yes, you can. Good. For a second, I didn't think you could see it. Um, So, yeah, I I go, okay, I'm recording. Don't let me down. Okay, I'm recording this. Don't let me down. Talk to him. (laughs) Four, three, two, one. So, um, yeah, he, he hit him several times in the head and that was it. And so then, um, he immediately skates off the ice The periods almost over. And, um, the next period begins. Gregoire comes, he's got to sit for five minutes and so does Curry. (laughs) Gregoire sits down. I go, man, that was incredible. I go, I've never, all these years, I've never seen one. So premeditated like that. And, uh, he actually, the first words out of his mouth, true hockey player, he goes, oh, I give him credit. He, he showed up. He, he took it. He showed up. So that's just, that, that is perfect for a hockey player. You know? Um, it was uh, for him to actually give credit to Curry for going through with the fight. So one more time for you at home. I know, I know you want to see this again. Okay, I'm recording this. Don't let me down talk to him (laughs) look at that look in his eye let's go Awesome. That was awesome. Um, the Griffins are oh boy. Um they lost two to those guys over the weekend, and they needed to at least split because they are they were like uh, neck and neck in the standings. Oh boy. And uh so and then they lost again last night in Milwaukee. So it's not looking good for the playoffs. Um uh, Same thing for your uh, Grand Rapids gold. They they fucked it up. Their season's over. Kenny says, it's so funny to me how they can get in trouble for fighting and then they just sit a little bit and fight more and then they just sit a little longer. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. That was awesome. That video kind of... uh, went viral on me. That is uh rare for me. Most of what I post, you know, one like, no uh shares. Most everything that I post. I'm the worst at this. As of right now, 170 shares and it's been viewed when I went to bed, that was viewed 17,000 times. And now it's been viewed 52,600 times. So it's picking up. It's picking up steam for your old pal Eric Zane. All right, folks. Once again, uh, in all seriousness, you are awesome. Thank you so much for being here as part of this podcast. I have another podcast. Sounded like... uh, Chip Chipperson, uh, that I do each and every day. That is the Patreon bonus podcast. If you like this one, it's a great accompaniment. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Eric Zane. Patreon bonus podcast also uh, I have another uh, number of other shows that I post there, including the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So five or ten bucks a month is all it costs and it helps. keep the lights on, please, please, please support the show on Patreon. I don't like to uh, do these. Hey, just make a donation to the show. I don't ever, ever, ever ever ask for that. I always want to make sure you are getting your money's worth, so if you're going to be so kind as to do that, I'm going to over deliver. Over deliver on the Patreon. Thank you so much. If you've signed up in the past and then canceled it, I really appreciate that. Um, And if you're still signed up, thank you. I appreciate that so much. TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com. You can uh, drop in during the week, no problem. You can make a, uh, uh, what do you call it? I don't want to say an appointment. You can schedule a party for Saturdays. Uh, that's when they are their busy uh, their busiest, uh, full fully stocked pro shop for everything you need. Uh, I like how you can actually say, "Hey, I want to try that one," and then you can you can do it. You can go play some paintball, uh, and th- or shoot it on the range there. Hey, I love this gun. I want to buy it, or maybe maybe not this one, maybe that one. TC Paintball Online at tcpaintballgr.com. You can get lost in the equipment that they have there. It is absolutely awesome. You walk in, you got this wall all the way to the ceiling of, uh, of top-level stuff that you can buy. Um, actually, different levels, entry, mid, and uh, extreme, I guess, at TC Paintball online at tcpaintballgr.com. Bennett Flooring Installation, the flooring experts for the Eric Sancho podcast. Um, they do a lot of great work with people who like, hey, man, um, I don't want to do anything with this. I want you to do it all. They'll do that, no problem. And then if you're the type that says, well, I'm going to do most of this work, I'm going to rip out the old stuff and uh, and buy the new stuff myself, uh, that's, that's fine too. However you want to do it, m- plenty of options for you. This is the least expensive way to have your flooring professionally installed, 616-318-0167. For the Bennett boys, uh, 616-318-0167. Jacob or Jason, Bennett Flooring Installation online at BennettFlooringInstallation.com. And, and still time to get in a nomination for the great flooring giveaway number three. If you or someone you know is down on your luck, please let me know. You can remain anonymous. Well, you can't remain anonymous when you reach out to me. But if you don't want me to say who you are, that's totally fine. Uh, but send it along, and perhaps this, uh, this is something that could help you with Bennett Flooring Installation. The Great Flooring Giveaway, number three. Totally fine to nominate yourself. Uh, fullhousecomedy.com. Let's see. Vince Carone will be appearing this week on Wednesday at the Listening Room. Uh, he's appearing all for the rest of the week, uh, Wednesday through Saturday all right John Rodnitsky also is appearing lots of great shows coming including Rob Little and Mark Vieira all full house comedy shows Alan True is doing stand up Alan is a a great local comedian I've got him uh, Saturday at Howard City Lanes Okay, so there you go uh, all the shows fullhousecomedy.com terrific venues uh to go see a comedy show so thank you so much all right um really gotten away from the um the Will Smith thing and uh it it's about damn time it is about damn damn time i um I'm not one though to say oh I'm sick of it and I'm not you know I mean we yeah, we tried to avoid it talking about it on Friday but still that was a that was still one of the greatest stories that I've 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 ever seen and I uh, and I I don't want you to think that I I uh, am sick of that story I could talk about that every single day if I wanted to but I'm just not because everybody is like yeah we're sick of it I'm not I am not sick of it I want so much more my God, every single bit of that oh, made me so happy. I think I think the line, it's all taken for granted because it was so much sensory overload. The fact that Chris Rock had the presence to say, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. God, it's fucking great. All right. But how about this one? Very sweet lady in Texas. She just left her husband, who was at, like, uh, I guess an old folks' home. You know, he needs some extra care, and the wife can't take care of him. You know? He's old. And so she's uh, got some help. The guy, uh, you know, she goes and visits him at the old folks' home. And this is what happened. This is crazy.
5: It's still affecting me. I'm, every now and then I think about it. Back on March 8th, Betty Harris says she got what may be the worst phone call of her life. It came from a strange number she quickly learned was Memorial Herman Hospital in Humble. He said, it's about your husband. I said, my husband, I said, my husband is in a rehabilitation. And he said, no, your husband is at the emergency room. I said, emergency room? So he said, yeah, he said, he stopped breathing. I said, he stopped breathing. I said, so what's what's wrong? I said, he what's he, he all right? He said, he dated. Harris says, she, okay.
3: he dated. You heard it. And by the way, when she says that, uh, I think that's her sister next to her. You see, you see the, this face? This is the face of like uh, a woman who's about to kick some ass. That's the face that Kate had when I put her in timeout earlier. That's the face that Diana had when I told her that, hey, no you can't buy a cell phone and you see this striped suit that's a suit of being worn by a lawyer it you know this this is what happens if the hospital calls if someone fucks up and says he dead uh you gotta make this face and you gotta have a guy wearing a suit
5: emergency room so he said yeah he said he stopped breathing I said he stopped breathing. I said, so what's, what's wrong? I said, he, he he all right? He said he dead. Harris says she was devastated and also confused because she had just left her husband, Bryant, at the Deerbrook Skilled Nursing and Rehabilitation Center the day before where he was recovering from a knee surgery. I'm fumbling around. Falling. Okay,
3: I thought it was an old folks home, but he's, he's fine. He's just getting a little rehab on his knee.
5: Been down and stuff. Discombobulated. She-
3: all right, look at these two. We've got some real power here. Wow. All right. So, uh, God forbid if these two, if this, uh, the gruesome twosome comes walking into the hospital looking to kick ass.
5: She immediately called his loved ones, including her friend Sherry. She's
3: wearing her fucking slippers. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah,
5: she was screaming and Oh,
3: Look at it. She's got a Dean earpiece in. There you go, Dean. This could be. This lady fits all of the qualifications for Dean's next wife. Black and earpiece.
2: I knew something was wrong. I I just said, hey, catch your breath. Catch your breath. I said, what's going on? She said,
5: Brian is dead. But at the hospital, Harris got an even bigger surprise when it was time to identify the body. No, that's not my husband. And I was, I was very upset. Harris says she learned. She walks in.
3: Hey, is this your husband? The guy's Chinese.
5: The Mix up began at Deerbrook where someone passed off Brian's chart when rushing another man to Memorial Herman, where he died. They did a poor job.
3: of. Our- All right, here we go. Now this, this is, this is where it gets weird. You get a, you get a lawyer involved. Okay. and, and, and the husband's fine. Everybody's fine. There's no one that she knows dead. And yet this guy is going to sue.
5: Passed off Brian's chart when rushing another man to Memorial Herman where he died. They did a poor job of identifying this man. True. Why did they not call the rehabilitation facility back first?
3: Uh, Because they fucked up. And why does this guy look like a linebacker? This is like Ray Lewis.
5: And speak to them about the man that came from the facility that had passed away
3: before. See that look on her face? She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All I need is Dean's dick and this lawsuit. You make such a traumatic, dreadful phone call.
5: Probably was a mistake, you understand? But it was just so horrifying.
3: All right, so they didn't say it, but you know. The ah! Oh, my God. Look at her. She's still beautiful. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a, uh, a, a gigantic lawsuit over this one. All right. Uh, good luck. I don't think you'll win. I think uh, if you, I mean, the guy's not dead, and it was the only person that could possibly be affected by this is uh, the lady there in the in the pink shirt. Uh, and and there, there's no damage done. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, everybody's still alive. You just were scared for a little bit, but uh, all right. Somebody got in trouble. I don't understand what the hell you're suing over. But um, I don't know. maybe she's not. Maybe that's, that's just her boyfriend or something like that. Sure seemed like a lawyer to me, though. All right. Uh, the great state of New Jersey is in the spotlight. Earlier it was in the spotlight. <laughs> Hold on. Jason says a guy in the rehabilitation facility is pissed. I quote, I almost got away from her. Why'd you tell her the truth? Um, great state of New Jersey. This is fucking weird. This guy has a—he's uh, he's got a brain tumor, and he's—and for some reason, he—he he saw. I think he's trying to solve the case as to what caused the brain tumor. Check this out.
4: Cancer concern after several cancer cases surface in New Jersey. Good evening, I'm Christine Johnson, and I'm
3: Dick Brennan. Now, you got to know that in Jersey, uh, they are not opposed to uh, uh, slaughtering children uh, by somehow dispatching cancer. All you need to do is look up the Tom's River, New Jersey, uh, Tom's River, New Jersey, cancer. And um, there was an environmental concern years ago. There's an unbelievably high incidence of cancer and, uh, in children, and it had to do with the water or some shit like that, you know? So people in Jersey, they're all about doing shit like this. This is no doubt premeditated. Uh, because that's the type of people that live in New Jersey.
4: A resident in Woodbridge Township is calling for environmental action after he says he discovered several people who went to one school all had rare brain tumors.
0: CBS 2's Mick Baker spoke to him.
3: Now, this probably isn't going to affect the already low IQ of the residents.
5: As he continues to look for answers. I started doing some research and The three became five, the five became seven, the seven became 15.
4: Al Lupiano, an environmental scientist and former resident of Woodbridge Township, says he has confirmed 65 cases of people with rare brain tumors. The common denominator, they were all Colonia high school graduates or had worked there. Lupiano was diagnosed 20 years ago and still suffers lingering issues. He started researching a connection when other family members were diagnosed with the same extremely rare tumor on the left side of the brain.
5: Fast forward to August of last year, my sister received the news that she had a primary brain tumor herself. It unfortunately turned out to be stage four glioblastoma. Two hours later, we received information that my wife also had a primary brain tumor.
4: After his what? sister sadly passed away less than a month ago, he posted on Facebook calling on all Colonia High School alumni asking if others had brain tumors and the response was shocking.
5: There's truly only one environmental link to primary brain tumors and that's ionizing radiation it's not contaminated water it's not air it's not something in the soil how
3: about the fact that this guy is an environmental scientist so he's like doing all of this on his own you know um i suspect this will result in a sweet cover-up uh by the school or the state (coughs) with um no repercussions. That's a Jersey thing.
5: Radiation. It's not contaminated water. It's not air. It's not something in the soil. It's not something that's done to us due to bad habits. The
4: school was built in 1967. Lupiano is working with local officials.
5: It was virgin land. It was woods. Um, yeah. but High school is the first thing to be there. So there was probably nothing in the that's ground the mayor. at that time. The only thing that could have happened potentially is Phil brought in during the construction, but we have no records 55 years ago.
4: The mayor has reached out to the State Health Department, Department of Environmental Protection, and the Federal Agency for Toxic Substance and Disease Registry.
5: We're looking at possible things that we can do between the town and the school, mm-hmm. and they said they will look at anything we come up with.
4: The superintendent of school says he is waiting to hear what the next steps should be from the environmental agencies.
5: I'm a lifelong resident here. I
3: raised my family here, so the, the health and safety. Everybody's Italian. Joe Dr. Joseph Massimino our students is of of paramount importance to me
4: the superintendent says he plans to send out a note to the school community about where things stand
3: well yeah I just see I gave the contract to my cousin
4: regarding the unofficial research in the colonia section of Woodbridge Township Meg Baker CBS 2 News
3: well okay so uh, conventional wisdom uh, is not going to take over because again Jersey uh, immediately everyone should be out of the school and the land should be treated like Chernobyl. If you've got all this incidence of this weirdo brain tumor, rare brain tumor, and you, you allow anybody to go to school there. Now you're opening. Now, you know, now you now know that there's a correlation between this horrible brain tumor and this school. So will people still be going to the school? Of course. Of course they will. Oh, my God. Um, All of the dead bodies in the landfills starting to seep into the water system. (laughs) Holy crap. All right. Um, All right. I just want to get to that story. The Brain Tumor School. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home. I mentioned Bennett flooring installation a short time ago. Uh, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home is where I want you to get the flooring that you have, Bennett Flooring Installation install. Uh, specifically, Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet. That is where Kent drop the E at a U works. Go see Kent uh, right on Chicago Drive behind the Little Caesars. If you are local, if not, that's fine, too. Johnson Carpet One, Floor and Home. Discount outlet. March in there. Say my name. Save 10%. Say my name. Say his name. Eric Zane. At Johnson Carpet One, Floor and Home, Discount outlet. All the uh, top brands, top manufacturers uh, bought at surplus so that you, as a consumer, pay less. At Johnson Carpet One, floor and home discount outlet. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Apparently, Daisy's ears moved when I yelled. Daisy doesn't like him yelling, Daisy! She's like, shut up. Shut up, you idiot.
4: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Uh,
3: thanks again to A&E Heating and Cooling. If you need anything done, HVAC for your furnace, for uh, for your air conditioning setup, it won't be long until we're able to uh, get, a, get the air conditioning systems tuned up. Uh, schedule that now to ensure that you can have it done before you need it. You don't want it to start getting hot and turn that thing on uh, before, like, uh, you get it tuned up. Because uh, things could go south. You could have a damn squirrel's nest in there. And they've chewed on the wires. And basically, you should have it tuned up every year so that it runs efficiently. Reach out to A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. Thank you so much. If uh, you have them work for you, they will install the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. Comfort Maker, the best brand hands down in the um, HVAC industry. 616-516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. And then, of course, Blue Frost IT, longtime sponsor of the show, All Things IT in West Michigan. Number one rated by their peers. All the other IT companies had to vote at some big nerd event they have. You can't vote for yourself. They all voted for Blue Frost IT several years in a row. Now, that's the best, okay? If your opponents, if your peers, your competition – Uh, I shouldn't say opponents. If your uh, competition are voting for you, I mean, what does that say? So what you do is you reach out to them, 616 285 616 285 for Blue Frost IT. For anything at all, whether it is an upgrade to your business's tech or you've got something at home that needs to be taken care of or you need a new managed IT service provider, blue frost it does it all 616-200-8550 stay right there eric has to tinkle i'm gonna be on who are these podcasts again we're recording thursday I'm uh, reviewing a podcast called um, Blocked Party, and of all the podcasts that I've reviewed on who are these podcasts, it might be the worst one. It's just horrible. I don't want to say much more about it because Carl gets pissed at me when I tip my hand on anything. But Well, of course it's going to be horrible. I reached out yesterday to um, – do you remember the show The Brady Bunch? Who doesn't remember The Brady Bunch, you know? I mean, you got to be a really young idiot to not remember The Brady Bunch. But the guy who played Greg Brady, Barry Williams – And the guy who played Peter Brady, Christopher Knight, are doing a podcast called The Real Brady Bros. And they're on the same platform that I utilize. And because of that, you can um, reach out to other shows on the platform and say, do you want to cross-promote? So I, I do this all the time. The shows and probably 10% of them respond. For some reason, people don't. This is a very simple way to get your show heard on other shows. You've heard. um, I think you heard a uh, ad on my audio podcast, uh, wherever you download podcasts, uh, a ad recently for a guy named uh, true crime. Kent. Yes. Red circle, John. And uh, well, my ad was played on his show. Say, hey, this is Eric Zane, and come listen to my show. That's, that's how it works. It's very, very excellent way to do this. Red Circle is hands down um, the best at this. They give you plenty of tools to get more people uh, listening to the show. Thank you, uh, Aram or Chris. <clears throat> um. So... I I reached out to the the real Brady Bros and they got right back to me. They said, "Yeah, let's do that." Now they have someone who's working for them. Um so uh I wasn't speaking with with these two themselves, Christopher Knight and Barry Williams, but so I just did a um a promo for them. In fact, That's how it works. Here's the conversation. Hello, would you be interested in, you know, basically asking. Uh, sure. So then there's the conversation, and then we upload the audio. So this is the one that I uploaded for them. Before we bring in Christopher Knight and Barry Williams, the real Brady bros, I'm going to try to sell you on my podcast. So don't mash the 15 second or 30 second ahead button. So there you go. That's how it works. That's how you get more listeners. That's why you should, if you're ever going to do a podcast, you do it on red circle so you can utilize this feature. This is what's going to play on my end. It was like, well, if you listen to my audio podcast starting soon, uh you'll you'll hear this
0: we are the real brady bros brady brothers from the tv show brady bunch i'm barry williams and i'm christopher knight i played greg and uh who were you again i played peter we've decided that we're going to do a podcast revolving around episodes of the brady bunch we're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and also why it is that the brady bunch is still popular what is the most asked question you get? Well, they want to know whether or not any of you are my friends. Of course, I say they all are, except for Barry.
3: That's not true. Did Marcia? Uh, did you guys bone?
0: All right, everybody. I'm signing off here. Barry Williams and I'm Christopher Knight. Have a
3: sunshine day. We are the real. Bra- he goes. I'm signing off. Eighty Bro's. <laughs> There you go. The real Brady bros. Um, Barry Williams. I had a uh, a run in with Barry Williams. Chris says Greg was boning Carol. Florence Henderson. Um, more questions. What did Alice's fingers smell like? The Eiffel Tower, bros. Um, when I was working in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, Barry Williams blew through town, the guy who played Greg Brady. And uh, I said, hey, yeah, come on. We'd, we'd love to have you in. So he shows up and he was so annoyingly rude. It was, uh, and this happened more than once at this radio station. Uh, Barry Williams and Gary Busey were two awful people. Barry was so fucking pissed. He walked in and just, uh, at at the time, it was about the year 2000, he had put out uh, a parody song of, uh, you know, the song uh, by Eminem the real Slim Shady, he put out a parody song called The Real Greg Brady or something like that. And it was, you know, it was just stupid. And I, I, I'm I, not sure if he wasn't touring around the country because he did a parody song. I think he was touring because he was doing some type of speaking engagement or something like that, at a, some type of Comic-Con event or some fucking shit. So he walks in, and we started playing the real Greg Brady song to get him in. You know, hey, let's welcome him in. Here he comes. I'm Greg Brady. I'm I'm the and then as soon as we start playing it, he uh, he hears it in his headphones, and he's like, "No, no, that's not the right one. You're doing it wrong. It's not the right. It's not the right one. It's not the wrong version." We're like, "But nobody gives a fuck. What are you doing?" The worst, though, was Busey. Oh. Oh, my God. This is at IMZ in Knoxville. Same same radio station. Uh, I'm in the coffee, uh, the little cafeteria area we have, and, and he comes walking in, and he's got this uh, admiral's jacket on. And no one knows that he has, he's, His elevator doesn't go all the way to the top. He was in a bad motorcycle wreck, and his brain is mush. So he's uh, very impulsive and aggressive, and he makes the NFK look like he's quiet and subdued, okay? And he comes walking in, and he's way intense. And uh, everybody thought he he was just kidding because it was so off the wall. And... He comes walking in, and he announces to people in the coffee area, Do you know where I got this jacket? Steven Seagal gave me this on the set of Under Siege. And we're like, everyone's looking at him like, oh, okay. And uh, he goes, I need someone to be very, very careful with this jacket. Who is going to hold the jacket? And then, so... Uh, one of the ladies who works there, she's like in charge of like the, the office and she goes, I'll take it. And he hands it to her and she throws it out a chair <laughs> and his head, he blows his stack and he goes, Oh God, someone needs to hold that jacket. And then, uh, he gets, uh, he gets his coffee and he goes, you have real cream? This is not, this is, it's like that powdered shit you get. And we go, no, you don't have real cream here? No, no, just fucking put it in. There. Get your. And so he's just fucking going crazy. We get him up to the studio. He's speaking on behalf of the Philadelphians, which is a prison ministry. Now, the Philadelphians, they, uh, they, they they get in front of prisoners who have no life ahead of them and tries to convert them, get them to believe in Jesus. And they, they counsel. How the fuck they decided to pair up with this psycho is beyond me. But this psycho is going into the local prisons and telling them that they need to uh, give their life over to Jesus Christ. And to this day i don't know how this happened so psycho sits down he's ranting and raving um uh, and uh bill kidd and myself god rest billy's soul are like well what the fuck are we gonna do with this lunatic and uh, we have a minute before we go on the air and um he doesn't want to talk about his acting career. He wants to only talk about going into prisons and helping people, but that's not really how it works. Usually you just talk about, Hey, welcome. And then eventually you get into why they're there and you have a normal conversation. But he says, I'm not talking about what I was in the buddy Holly story. I'm not talking about when I was in under siege and got this great jacket. I'm only talking about the prison ministry. And then the lady from the prison ministry says, well, Gary, you know, I mean, that isn't really how this works. So the lady from the ministry is trying to, uh, she's there with him. They drove in the same car. And she says, well, Gary, I mean, it's okay. Go ahead and and talk about it. And and then he, he yells at her. And she's like, you know, really taken back by that. And he screams her down as the clock is ticking towards us turning on the microphones. And Billy goes, 30 seconds. We got 30 seconds. You guys better get this figured out. And, uh, yeah, he sounded like Kenny. Uh, East Tennessee. And um, she starts to weep. She's so upset. She's crying. <laughs> this is a bad idea. And Busey's. Three, two, one. We turn on the mics. And he was fine. He was Perfect. It was an absolutely amazing interview. There was nothing odd about it. And I've never been more freaked out in my fucking life. And then uh, he got done. We shut off the mics and he's like, hey, that went good. Smell you later. Put on his fucking under siege coat and took off. End of the, end of the day. Ugh. Incredible. I thought that was going to be just a, a shit show. I thought we were going to be like on the news. Inside edition, Gary Busey jumps out. Of the. This radio station is literally on top of a mountain. We thought he was going to jump out of the window and fall to his death or, or kill this woman on the air. Holy shit. The infamous Gary Busey story makes another appearance on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, why the hell did I get onto that? Uh, okay. Can someone help me out here? The schematic? Oh, I was talking about uh, uh, Greg Brady. And that, boy, that was a weird one. That was ADHD laced like you wouldn't believe. Fuck me. Well, anyway. Mel Gibson is, uh, back. He's doing interviews for a movie called father stew. Um, they're going to tell us about the film here on the Jesse waters primetime show. I'd never heard of Jesse waters on uh, Fox news. So, uh, Mel, I haven't heard from Mel in quite some time. Well, didn't Mel have something to do with the film Heartbreak Ridge? Heartbreak Ridge, Mel Gibson. Hacksaw Ridge. Right? Or is Heart, wait, is that the one about Iwo Jima? 2016 Biographical war film directed by Mel Gibson, written by Andrew Knight. Uh, oh, about the guy who kept ma- he kept running back and forth, a conscientious objector in the war who was fighting, but he refused to carry a weapon or a firearm of any kind. It's a true story. And so it was some massive battle at this hacksaw Ridge. And instead of shooting anybody, uh, the dude just ran back and forth, um, uh, rescuing people from, from the battle, uh, Okinawa battle of Okinawa true story. Yeah. Mel Gibson made that movie. Great movie. I love that movie. Uh, Gibson makes good films. <clears throat> um, remember the, te- didn't Mel Gibson, he got in a shit ton of trouble. Because he was screaming at somebody. And then I think he got pulled over and he made some anti-Semitic statements or some shit like that. You see, this is, this is what happens. If you just leave it alone, eventually people are going to forget. He was one of the first people canceled. Okay, he's back. Um, Jesse Waters is interviewing him. He's going to describe the film a little bit. But the real reason why I'm um, um, going over this is because of the reaction When Jesse Waters asks them about Will Smith. All right. So I hate these interviews, by the way. And this Jesse Waters. God, this guy's a weirdo, man.
0: Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg star in a new movie called Father Stew coming out April 13th. It's based on a true story, a retired amateur boxer in in a strained relationship with his father, and haunted by the death of his younger brother, struggling to find himself, which he eventually does by falling in love, physically suffering, and entering the priesthood. Here's a clip.
2: Ain't hey, you brought your own beverage, Bill, huh? uh, where are you going? What's it to you? Your mother told me you were dying, what the f-? You sound disappointed. Well, it took up work to be here, you, you seem all right.
3: Does anyone else think that this acting is shit?
1: Wait up, Stu. I forgot to give you this. St. Joseph for the operation. Who's this? Who's asking?
2: Stu's dad.
1: I'm Carmen Stewart's girlfriend.
2: She I, knows. I hate people who aren't white. You're an atheist. Mel Gibson, thanks
0: for joining Jesse Waters' prime time at Fox.
3: Okay, uh, so to start, the movie looks like shit. Uh, second of all, listen to how Waters starts this interview with Mel Gibson, who looks great, by the way.
2: Hey, Jesse, how are you?
0: I'm great. Have you had any time to watch Fox recently or have you been a little busy?
3: What the fuck? Why would you open with that
2: question? Nah, I've been busy. I, 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 I don't turn on the TV that much. Tell you the truth. I've I kind of know what's going on, but sometimes it's a little heavy.
0: Yeah, it is a little heavy. There's a lot of war and there's inflation, but we're gonna get through this. I watched
3: your film This guy's annoying as shit. Okay, I'm not gonna play the whole thing because they talk about the movie and I don't care about that. Uh, I think. Maybe maybe I'll play it all. I don't know. You never know.
0: Film this morning and I cried. And I'm not a crier.
3: You did not cry. It was you cried because the acting was so bad, Very powerful movie.
0: And tell me if I have it right, that this is all about suffering and people suffer, have a choice. They can either be angry or they can be grateful. And if they're grateful, then they can receive God's grace. And that is what life is all about. Did I get it?
2: No, it has nothing to do with that. You asshole. I think that's I think that's one of the main themes. there's other themes, of course, but that's that's pretty good, yeah okay. Go I feel like I
0: passed the the test here. Tell me about oh, suffering yeah. because that
3: seems to be Gibson seems like a guy who's on coke to me be something that
0: everybody goes through you, me, the American people. How do we process yeah. that?
2: everybody's got a boulder man, and everybody's got you know they got a drag or something around and then and of course uh something's going to come by and uh, knock you down at some point in your life now later and uh how how do you stand up from that you know and uh how do you how do you not only stand up but find the purpose in that there's a purpose for all of this and so it's looking for that purpose and i think uh i think you know
3: if, if- no nobody cares okay now uh i'm going to jump ahead because he brings up will smith and Listen to how this goes after that.
2: Bjorn again, you know. Do, but you, uh, <laughs> you, you got, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I'm just I'm I'm picturing you in the backyard with a shovel, just smashing the bejesus out of Bjorn. Do you think yeah. the Do you think the American people are are very caught up in ego? The, the, the-
3: well, I'm gonna jump ahead further. It's like the last 30 seconds that it happens. Uh, and this is how long. Okay, I'll jump ahead to here.
2: Know, the sooner you realize there's something bigger than all of us, the, the, the easier it's going to be in your life. And uh, as I say, hard jump to make for a lot of us, even me. And I kind of understand the process.
0: You understand it probably better than a lot of people with your career. And I was wondering if, you know, you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat and slapped Chris Rock. If if you would have been treated the
3: same way, Mel. Okay. Did you see Gibson's reaction he cringed the second this guy brought it up and he this guy was probably told don't bring up anything about Will Smith just talk about the stupid Jesus movie and uh Mel's all coked up he doesn't want to hear about it so if you if you say anything about Chris Rock or and Will Smith we're gonna we're gonna cut in and stop the interview and a lot of
0: people with your career and I was wondering if you know you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat
3: and wait how did he tie that in? That was so strange, how he it's like he'd been waiting.
2: I don't think we've cornered the market on ego. Um, but, um, hey, it, it's you know it certainly is a problem. I think the sooner you know the sooner you realize there's something bigger than all of us, the the, the easier it's going to be in your life. And uh, as I say, hard jump to make for a lot of us, even me, and I kind of understand the process.
0: You understand it probably better than a lot of people with your career. And I was wondering if, you know, you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat and slapped Chris Rock if if you would have been treated the same way, Mel.
1: Hello, Jesse. Um thank <laughs> you, that's our time. Oh.
0: <laughs> have you ever thought about that? <laughs>
1: um I'm thank you, Jesse. Um okay. we,
4: that is our time.
3: <laughs> so the chick is monitoring, just waiting. The handler just waiting for this asshole to bring it up. And that this is what it, where the way it goes.
0: Well, Mel, thank you very much for joining Jesse Waters Primetime, and we really appreciate it. April thirteenth, the movie drops. Father Stu. We really enjoyed it.
2: Thank you.
3: <laughs> Fucking awkward is that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's our time. Yeah, we We're all done. No more. Hard jump. What about jumping out of his seat? Nice segue, says Maine Chris87. <laughs> He's scratching his neck more than Tyrone Biggums. I don't know who that is, but it sounds funny. Uh, Chris K says in his head, this fucking asshole. Oh, I believe it. That was awesome. Jesse Waters, who the fuck are you? Screw that guy. All right, um, Hope Solo has sc- oh, Solo Solo. Hope Solo has fucked it up again. Uh, she, she uh, I guess her kids were in the car, no car seats. Walmart parking lot where she gets pulled over. Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Drunk as shit. Uh, Thursday. Arrested, booked on suspicion of impaired driving, resisting arrest, and misdemeanor child abuse. Authorities said. Wow. Uh... Miss Stevens had her, t- that's her, um, she also, that's her married name, but, uh, it's Hope Solo, um, uh, former U S national goalkeeper, uh, arrested in, uh, in the parking lot for impaired driving while she was with her kids. Officials said on Friday, uh, booked into a local jail and then released. Miss Stevens had her two children in the vehicle with her at the time of the offense, Based on the impending prosecution, no further information will be released regarding this arrest. Solo on her verified Instagram posted a statement from her attorney, Rich Nichols, who suggested there are mitigating circumstances in, the, in this arrest. What? How could there be mitigating circumstances? Did someone open your mouth and pour the booze down your throat? I mean, uh, What? Uh, and she's in trouble because the kids were not like in car seats, you know they're like uh crawling around on the on the inside of the car you know this is uh if this was nineteen seventy one uh you wouldn't even get a ticket you know you you could have the kids doing whatever the hell they wanted and 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 you could be drunk you'd have the kids crack the beer and give it to you, but we've evolved and thank God. Thank God we have, um, on the advice of counsel, uh, hope cannot speak about this situation according to her attorney, but she wants everyone to know that her kids are her life and that she was released immediately and is now at home with her family and that the story is more sympathetic than the initial charges suggest, and that she looks forward to her opportunity to defend these charges. Well, was she drunk or not? Were the kids in car seats or not? I mean, yeah, sure, you can call that a defense, but unless someone forced her to drink and then drive the vehicle and forced her to not put her kids in car seats, I don't know uh, what you got there. And I like how he points out she was released immediately. Well, anyone would have been released immediately once they, it isn't like they went, Oh, okay. You've been arrested on drunk driving and uh, child abuse. Oh, wait a minute. Oopsie. You're free to go. She made bail is what that means. Um, she's been a problem before. uh, Though she's one of the most decorated soccer players uh, in in women's U.S. history, having led USA to Olympic gold medals in 2012 and 2008 and a World Cup championship in 2015, but her off-field behavior has drawn nearly as much attention as her uh, play in goal. Um, Let's see. She was America's starting keeper for the 07 World Cup team but was passed over for the starting lineup in the semifinal match. In favor of Brianna Scurry, after Brazil's 4-0 victory, Solo unloaded on then-coach Greg Ryan, leading to Solo's banishment from the team prior. Well, I would have done the same thing, so I don't have a problem with that. Uh, After Sweden knocked out the Americans in penalties during the quarterfinals of the 2016 Rio game, Solo blasted the Swedes as a bunch of cowards for allegedly playing a hyper-defensive game to force a shootout. That outburst led to a lengthy suspension by the nation's governing soccer body. Has she been in any legal trouble in the past? Uh, hope solo past legal trouble. Let's see. Is this her first uh, first incident? It might be. I uh, I thought she had gotten in a prior, uh, prior legal trouble. Hold on a second. Hope Solo Wiki. And then search for legal issues. Oh, my God. I don't see anything. I think she's just a pain in the ass, though. You know? Wait a minute. Personal life. Arrest. Aha! June 21st, 2014, solo arrested and charged with two misdemeanor accounts of assault in the fourth degree, one against her half sister, the other against her nephew. Bled not guilty. Uh, blah, 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 blah. January 15th, judge dismissed charges based on lack of cooperation from the victims. Husband arrested, drunk driving. Um, Let's see. On January 19th, 2015, her husband, Jeremy Stevens, was arrested in Manhattan Beach, California for suspicion of DUI. Stevens was driving the U.S. soccer team van. As a result of the incident, Solo was suspended 30 days from U.S. soccer team for showing poor judgment and enticing in entering the car and arguing with the police. In May, the husband was sentenced to 30 days in jail and four years probation for driving the U.S. soccer team van while drunk. The judge also mandated a two-year outpatient alcohol program. Uh, Stevens had refused a blood or breathalyzer test. So that's the husband. And then uh, she was drive, arrested for driving while intoxicated, resisting arrest. <clears throat> the two-year-old twins in the car. It doesn't say anything about the car seat, but I heard that there was the car seat problem. Two-year-old twins in the car with no car seat. Jesus. Why am I? Did Did I make that part up? Hope Solo Kids Car Seats. I might have made that up. I could have swore I read that somewhere. Uh, Let's see. I think they were just in the car. Driving around drunk with two two two-year-olds in the car um, is bad enough. That's how she got the child abuse charge. Yeah, good luck with that one. All right. I still say we're way too lenient on drunk drivers in this country. She'll probably get probation and nothing more. Lock them up. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Call upon Mario if you need anything at all concerning a mortgage from any state in the U.S., for exceptions, though, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii, 231-332-6505. For the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Thank you very much. Call upon Mario whether your credit is great, whether it's not so great. doesn't matter. He can point you in the right direction. And, uh, yeah, you know, if your credit is awesome, this is an easy process. Very quick to get this done. Uh, If you have uh, some issues in the past, uh, it's going to take a little bit more effort, but he's up for it, man. Reach out to him. He will help you out. Same goes for Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. In West Michigan, you need a trusted source to work on your vehicles. 616-532-6600. Specializing in European, domestic, and Asian vehicles. The only thing they won't work on is a Volkswagen. Of course, the experts in hybrids and electric vehicles. 616-532-6600. I just saw a story about electric vehicles. Um, Do they actually save you money comparatively with the cost of a kilowatt hour to charge your car? Uh, Even if you charge them at in uh, like away from your home at a charging station, one of those high output charging stations that costs you money when you hook it up and charges them quite fast. Those are more expensive per kilowatt hour used. Um, but even if you use those, it's still less to charge your car than to pay for a gallon of gas. Even if it was like two and a half bucks a gallon, if you charge it at home using one of those slow charge, well, you just basically plug it in to your house. Uh, it's going to take a long time to charge it, but that's the cheapest way to do it. But EVs are the least expensive option. I think you might even have a better option with a hybrid, okay? Depending on the hybrid, which is one of the reasons why we got the hybrid. Because I don't need to charge it up anywhere. The brakes charge it. And if there's anything that goes wrong with that car, I'm taking it over to Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV. 616-532-6600. Who funded that study? It was an article. Look it up. <clears throat> Wasn't a study. It was just basically based on dollars and cents. I ain't paying for electric to charge a vehicle. AOC said it was free. It's far from far from free. Everything. There's nothing free. <clears throat> All right. Moomer Schmab says my wife's MKZ hybrid gets 40 miles per gallon all day. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I have for you a reason to attend a track meet. Tis the season for track. And that's not a good thing. Okay? It's awful. Your kid runs like the 100 meters and stinks slow as shit everybody runs the 100 meters is like 25 heats you got to sit through all of this nonsense all these events you the, the track meet starts at 4 p.m it's nine thirty at night the lights are on they're halfway done uh you're starving everybody hates each other you're, the, the, the boredom is so extreme. I've never witnessed b- boredom more than at a track meet, and I've had to sit through a lot of youth sports. I thought that the girls' softball was the worst, but track makes girls' softball look like the most exciting sporting event that has ever happened, okay? um, This, though, could make it worth it. What you got here is some kid who's running the mile. I'm pretty sure at one point there was this another kid on the track as he's running the mile. And he had to yell at the kid to get out of the way, and the kid didn't get out of the way, so he pushed him while he's running and as i understand this the guy who's running who the guy who got pushed is not competing all right he then the next lap around the track he wants some revenge on the dude leading the pack running the mile you get what i'm saying So this is how it unfolds. This is incredible. Okay. You can see here, this is the guy who's leading the race. This dude behind him, the black guy, is going to kick his ass while he's running and then run off. This dude's in the lead and kicking all these other guys' asses. The previous lap, this dude got on the track, and this dude ye- yelled at him and pushed him to get out of the way. This dude takes revenge. Here you go. Watch this. Oh! Ha! Ha! Ha!
4: Kidding
3: me <laughs> Okay, let's do that again. Okay, so this guy again he's not even he's not a distance runner. he's not even in the race. you can tell because he's black okay he's a sprinter and he's gonna go and punch his kid right in the fucking head. Oh yes.
4: Kidding me.
3: <laughs> okay, so that I tell you what that got them out of their seats. Wow! And by the way, the very next guy is black. Eric, <laughs> come on! That was, a, it was a, well, whatever. All right. So that was it. Um, Kyle says, no one stops. Nobody likes that kid. The guy who got hit, he ended up getting up and finishing the race. But the damage was done. Um, So that was incredible. Um, Back up a little bit. The family of the kid who got punched they wanted the uh, uh, black kid who punched their kid arrested and first you heard that uh, when this story was circulating that the kid who got uh, punched he didn't want to uh, press charges but that's not true at all the parents of the kid who got sucker punched um, said that the cop's Um, convinced them to not press charges because they said that if you press charges against the black kid, your son is going to get arrested too because he pushed that kid. It's not seen on camera. So the black kid, he got pushed. And so he was just, you know, taking it out. He was responding in kind. I mean, how would you feel if you're on the track and you get pushed? Uh, so they kind of, I guess, did eye for an eye, I guess. I don't know. Um, again, the guy was running, and the kid was mistakenly on the track, I guess. And they this happened in Florida, Kissimmee, Florida, the Toho-Pakalaga-Tiger Invitational in Kissimmee. And now the family of the kid who got punched Say they wanted to press charges against the the attacker, but deputies had threatened to arrest their son if they'd done so. Now the family is considering filing a lawsuit against the other kid and the track invitation event that hosted the race. They're saying they're going to sue the race. Um There was an alleged altercation before the attack where the victim told the attacker to get out of the way. When he refused during an earlier lap, the victim pushed him. At the time, Osceola County Sheriff's Office claimed that the victim, who has not been identified, had not wanted to press charges, but his family have disputed that claim with their attorney telling the outlet that their son would have been arrested for battery had they filed criminal charges. The family has read reports that the OCSD claims my client refused to press charges. This is false. So they got an attorney involved. This is going to be fuck man. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Back in the day, again, you just go and you kick each other's ass. You get in a fight on the infield and that's it. But now there's going to be a lawsuit. This is going to be ugly. Um, the family of the victim did not want to press charges for this vicious attack and assault caught on video and witnessed by hundreds of people. That's what the deputy told the family that if my client pressed charges, then he would also be arrested for battery. Only because of this threat did the family choose not to press charges. Now Carter states a family is exploring civil remedies against all those responsible. The lawyer is saying, listen to this, lawyer says, if this track meet had hired proper officials to help run this track meet, they could have prevented this. Carter. I don't know, man. Who gives a shit? Fucking guy got on the track. Somebody got in the way. Come on. Let's not make this more than what it is. Just let these two fight after school and then that's it. You move on. Uh, They could have prevented the athlete from standing on the track during the first turn or they could have moved the athlete after the first lap incident or they could have moved the athlete before the second lap incident or they could have stopped the Uh, attacking athlete before he chased my client down and sucker punched him they had many opportunities to prevent this and failed to do so i say we watch it again just to make sure it's it's what it's it's what it seemed okay here we go god that was incredible Hold on, I got to make sure that the sound is here because the sound is key. Hearing that, oh, oh. just jacked him. Keep going. Someone goes, keep going.
4: All
3: right. So now there's going to be a massive lawsuit over this. That's Kanye West chasing down Skeet Davidson. Do you mean Pete? The punishment should be to keep doing track. You get a victim status. You get a victim status. Everybody gets a victim status. (laughs) Should have ramped it up and thrown a javelin. (laughs) All right. Um, I got one more story for you. That's absolutely amazing. Got to give this guy all sorts of credit for trying. It's been a while since we've had a COVID story. Um, as COVID settles down for now, I'm sure it will be back, and um, will be a a big gigantic story once again. Um. I've been looking online to see if I can get my fourth COVID shot. But I think I have to be immunocompromised. But I am looking into it. And it's, uh, every time I try to do it, it says, no, recommendation hasn't been, hasn't been given yet. You, you can't have it. Well, um, if I have 90 shots um, and nothing happens to me, will that convince you That this is 100% fine. Okay. And safe. We have a person. Who has had. 90 COVID shots. I'm not even kidding you. Chris says they just recommended it this morning. Hmm. A guy in Germany. Has had 90. 90. 90 shots, and he did it all illegally to sell forged vaccination cards and statuses. This is brilliant. And now we know that it's fine. The guy's got 90 doses in him. A 60-year-old man has uh, had this happen now 19 times in Germany to sell forged vaccination cards with real vaccine batch numbers to people not wanting to get vaccinated themselves. Uh, The man from the eastern Germany city of Magdeburg, whose real name was not released in line with German privacy rules, is said to have received the 90 shots against COVID-19 at vaccination centers in the eastern state of Saxony for months until the cops caught up with him. The suspect was not detained, but is under investigation for unauthorized issuance of vaccination cards and document forgery. He was caught at a vaccination center in Island, Bergen, Saxony, when he showed up for a COVID-19 shot for a second day in a row. Oh, you see, he let his guard down. You can't you can't do it like that. You got to go from place to place and disguise it up, man. Police confiscated several blank vaccination cards from him and initiated criminal proceedings. I wonder what he was getting for those. It was uh, not immediately clear what impact the shots, 90 shots, which were from different brands, had on the man's personal health. So he is a walking clinical trial. German police have conducted many raids in connection with forgery of vaccination passports in recent months. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's a thing in Germany. They're much smarter than the U S and they've, uh, they've made that in order to travel, you need to show your papers. And I support that. I think that's brilliant. I wish we had that here. You know, I, as I've said before, I wish we all of us had an apparatus on the outside of our home with facial recognition that you have to swipe your card to leave the house and then put it into your vehicle in order to make the vehicle run with proof that you are safe to leave the house. I think instead of uh, giving out rebates and free COVID money, we should take that money and set up the infrastructure to keep those who break the rules like all of you, in your homes for the next wave. But that's just me. If I, if I were running for governor, um, which, by the way, there's another new person running for governor who I keep seeing ads for in Michigan, and I have yet to see Donna Let's Go Brandenburg. So I don't know what the hell you guys are waiting for. Uh, but now Kevin Rinkey, his ads are out. And I still don't see Donna, let's go Brandenburg. What are you waiting for? The primary's August. What are you doing here? When does that start? I mean, come on. But if I were running for governor, I would say, yeah, um, if I win, you're not leaving the house if you're not vaccinated, no matter what. Okay? You're not leaving the house if you're not vaccinated. That is the platform I would run under. Uh, But in Germany, this guy tried to uh, break that, uh, getting people their COVID uh, passports, their vaccine passports, by getting 90 shots of the vaccine. German police have been conducting raids in connection with forgery of vaccination passports in recent months. The COVID deniers, um, similar to the audience of the Eric Zancho podcast, refused to get vaccinated in Germany. Some of that is true. But at the same time, want to have the coveted COVID-19 passports and make access to public life and venues such as restaurants, theaters, swimming pools, or workplaces much easier. And I don't blame them for trying. I really don't. And I don't blame this guy for going the extra mile to try to get people those. those I mean, that is really trying. 90 COVID shots. That guy would be, you know, if he dies... You you anti-vaxxers like Melissa would look at him as a martyr, as one who was fighting for your insane cause. Okay? That is who you would you would have a statue erected of that crazy man if he died from that. Every bit of that is true. <laughs> Melissa says, well, you're an idiot, so. Dean is going to make the laws for you, Eric. Well, his sister has to win. And I don't even see her doing anything. What is going on, Donna? Get after it. Okay, folks. We have the asshole of the day coming up in just a bit. I got a ban, Julio528. I just caught you. Best followers, primes and viewers on mystream.store. Yeah, got a ban you buddy. Thanks anyway. Oh, another one. Taro. Taro's Taro's man. Sorry. smell you later eric don't say smell you later sorry it's hard to break that habit okay asshole today in mere moments uh my time is uh is done i just wanted to remind you you have um 14 days till the tax deadline tag accounting 616-301-9516 reach out to troy if you need your taxes done you do not have to be in west michigan you can be anywhere in the u.s Call and get the skinny on how you do that. 616-301-9516. They will take care of everything. You will pay less to get your taxes done. You will get more back. All right. 616-301-9516. Thank you to all the audience members who have already done this. 616-301-9516. Bosco's Pub. Rumor is we're going to do another get-together there. I'm not exactly sure when that is. Uh, But Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, you can uh, visit there for lunch or dinner. Part of Terra Square. They're along Chicago Drive in Hudsonville. Can't miss them. Uh, The burgers are fantastic. Everything they have is great. The drinks are stiff. So are the wieners. No Russian vodka. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. If you or someone you know or love is utilizing the Medicare system, get a Medicare checkup from the Medicare Advantage plan expert. That would be Frank, the tank, fuss, 616-914-4070. My policy shop insurance. So, uh, again, and I, I, I really like to take my time in explaining this to you. If you're listening and you have anyone in your family, friend, extended family who's 65 or over more than likely they're utilizing the medicare system they may not be using it appropriately meaning they're not getting all that's being afforded to them because they signed up for medicare on their own and didn't do it correctly they need a medicare checkup that's all i'm asking you to do and this costs nothing frank's services are absolutely free it is entirely possible that it would go like this Well, I just called Frank and then I answered a few questions. He discovered that my coverage wasn't that great. I now have better Medicare coverage. I'm paying less for it somehow. And what Frank did for me is free. That's how this is. Wash, rinse, repeat. 616 914 4070. 616 914 4070. Your asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Kate tried to get it early with her smarmy jersey bullshit. God. But hard to uh, not pick. Brought to you by TC Paintball and JM Synthetics. Hope Solo. What the fuck? What are you doing? come on get it together lady and that is my time i want to remind you that i'm on patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n patreon.com slash eric zane i'll be doing another podcast a little bit later on shortly when this one is done after i post it patreon.com slash eric zane okay there you go thank you for being part of this one Have a great one, folks. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.